Hello, dear listeners. This podcast has reached its final episode. I've started a new podcast titled Build Your English, which you can find at patreon.com slash buildyourenglish. There, you can access your weekly free episode and its transcript. I hope to see you there. All right, let's do this. Five phrasal verbs to talk about money and shopping in C1 speaking. Let's hear more. Hello, this is Christian from Cambridge Advanced Speaking. How are you doing today? I hope all is well and that you're completely focused without any distractions. If you didn't know, I run the website Get Ready for Success and there you can find the audio files, video clips and lesson notes for all the podcast episodes. I create and share these learning materials because I want to help you speak better English and get a high mark in your C1 speaking exam. In today's episode, I'm going to share five phrasal verbs that you can use to talk about money and shopping. But before I start, I'd like to thank all of you who shared their top five topics with me via email or as a comment on my blog. It really helps me to create the best C1 speaking course possible for you. And if you haven't shared your top five yet, then there's still time to send me an email or to leave a comment on the blog. You can find the list of possible topics in the lesson notes of the previous episode. That is episode number 11. Thanks a lot. It really helps. All right, now let's get this episode started. Okay, so originally I'd planned a different episode altogether. I mean to say, I wanted to publish an episode about the topic of health. But yesterday I read a question, I read a question from a listener on my YouTube channel. And now I feel the urge to answer this particular question right here, right now, in this episode. So let's do that. Firstly, I would like to thank listener NC, that's your name on YouTube, for your question. It's a great question and what the one that deserves a comprehensive answer. So thanks a lot, NC. All right. Let's start with the comment. Dear Christian, thank you very much for sharing such valuable content. I have a question. In your examples in this video and in others, I can understand almost everything. The examples sound smart, but you don't use really advanced vocabulary like extol virtues, vehemently disagree, or fork out as some other CAE teachers used in their videos. Are these advanced vocabulary words necessary to pass the exam, in your opinion? All right, NC, great question, and here's my answer. Personally, I think you should use a mix of simple and more complex language in your exam in order to get a high mark, right? But more importantly, 
you should be clear and concise. Because at the end of the day, you want to be understood, right? Or to use an advanced word, you want to sound intelligible, which means being able to be understood. But hold on, wait a minute, Christian. Is intelligible an advanced word? What is really advanced vocabulary in inverted commas? Well, between you and me, to tell you the truth, I'm not sure. I don't think there's an official list of advanced C1 vocabulary or anything of the kind. Of course, there are books with upper intermediate and advanced vocabulary, but there's no clear distinction between B2 language, C1 language, and C2 language. That said, it's quite interesting to have a look at the specific, and again, in inverted commas, really advanced vocabulary in the comment on YouTube. What are the examples that uh, listener NC gives? First, let's look at extol virtues. To extol is a verb and it means to praise highly or enthusiastically. For example, the teacher often extols the virtues of his students. Personally, I've never ever used this verb and I'm not going to use it anytime soon. According to the Cambridge Dictionary, it is formal and the example sentences don't sound like natural spoken English to me. I guess I would use something like highly praise, which is a simple yet effective collocation you can use in everyday conversation. Or maybe I would use the idiom sing the praises of something or someone. So, to give you an example sentence, let's imagine that you're the singer of a band and you're really proud of your music, you're really excited about your new music, and then you say something like this. This may sound like we're singing our own praises here, but I honestly think most people find our music irresistible. Got that? To sing the praises of something or someone. Lovely idiom you can use as natural spoken English. All right, let's look at the next example. The collocation vehemently disagree. Now, that's an interesting one because when you vehemently disagree, you disagree in a forceful, passionate, or intense manner with great feeling. I vehemently disagree with you. Frankly speaking, I would not use I vehemently disagree with you in the C1 exam. I would use something more indirect, something less intense, such as, well, I see your point, but I beg to differ. Or, I'm afraid I can't agree with you there. Or something like, I'm sorry, but I think I have to disagree. Now, this is the kind of polite, indirect language I hear all the time. In schools, at universities, at the workplace, on podcasts, the BBC, in talk shows, YouTube, and so on and so on. 
Of course, you could say that you vehemently disagree in your exam. But then, please, don't forget to smile to the other exam candidate when you're getting this intense, okay? There's no need to create unnecessary tension in an already tense situation, right? Okay then, the last example of really advanced vocabulary, and again, in inverted commas, is the phrasal verb fork out, which means to pay a large amount of money, especially unwillingly. So for example, I had to fork out a large amount of money for my car when I had it serviced. Would I use fork out? Do I teach the phrasal verb fork out to my students? Absolutely. I definitely use fork out in the exam if the opportunity arises. In fact, I believe I've already used it in one of the previous podcast episodes. But by the way, is fork out the phrasal verb? Is that really advanced vocabulary? In inverted commas? I don't know. As previously mentioned, as mentioned before, I have no idea what really advanced vocabulary is. For my part, I believe it's more important to show clarity and conciseness when you're speaking in your exam. Clarity means to speak clearly with precise words. So the examiner knows exactly what you mean. And conciseness means using the least amount of words to get your message across. And a phrasal verb like fork out can help you achieve just that. Now, speaking of phrasal verbs, they are an essential building block of natural spoken English. They are what I call key vocabulary. And that's the reason I'm going to share in the rest of this episode five phrasal verbs with you, five expressions that you can use to talk about money and shopping. And just to be clear, I found these phrasal verbs in the book Phrasal Verbs in Use Advanced from Cambridge University Press. So I guess I'm now going to share advanced language with you. All right? Let's imagine that you have to talk about the disadvantages of online shopping in the exam. What are the disadvantages of online shopping? Well, in this case, you could use the following five phrasal verbs. Listen carefully to my model answer. Well, I guess online shopping makes it more difficult for people to cope with money. I mean, They run through their money when shopping online. Because nowadays, you know, the buying process to buy stuff on the internet is frictionless. It is really that easy to make an online payment with online banking or credit cards or software like PayPal, right? So consequently, more and more people get into debt. And suddenly these people they realize that all the money is gone. All their money is gone and sometimes even the money they put aside. And then, then they have to work off their debt. 
So in my view, this is the most serious drawback of online shopping. People getting into debt. All right. So, did you hear that? Did you spot the five phrasal verbs that I used? Did you notice them? The first one was cope with, to cope with. And that means to deal effectively, effectively, sorry, effectively. Oh my God, Christian, you're losing track here. To deal effectively with something difficult. Yeah, to cope with. The second phrasal verb, to run through. And to run through means to spend a lot very quickly. To run through your money. To spend a lot of money very quickly. The third phrasal verb, to get into debt. Of course, this means that you owe money. Yeah. The fourth phrasal verb, that's a great one, is to put aside money. And that means to save money. And finally, I use the phrasal verb to work off debt, which means to reduce the side of your debt by earning money to pay for it. Got that? Five phrasal verbs, five advanced phrasal verbs you can use in your exam when talking about the disadvantages of online shopping. All right then, that's it. There you are. That's the end of the episode. And as always, I highly recommend reviewing and repeating the stuff that you learn. Because otherwise, when you don't use it, you lose it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share it with someone who could benefit from it. And if you would like to suggest topics for future episodes, leave me a comment on my blog or on YouTube or send me an email. Christian at getreadyforsuccess.com Christian with a K K-R-I-S-T-I-A-N All right, that's all for me. As always, take care of yourself and each other, of course. Speak soon, my friends. Bye-bye. Oh, and one more thing. You might have heard that I have a new podcast. It's called Build Your English. Every week, from Monday to Friday, I publish 10-minute lessons that teach English in a fun and effective way. I talk about all sorts of topics, from everyday subjects like food, travel, books, and language learning, to more serious ones like history, politics, culture, and even philosophy. The episodes are spoken at a speed you can understand and come with downloadable mp3 files and pdf transcripts. So by dedicating just 10 minutes a day to our lessons, you won't just see improvements in your English, you'll also enjoy the learning journey. I invite you to listen to an episode and see for yourself. patreon.com slash build your english patreon.com slash build your english